0: The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. About the Zach open, three. Looks good. Got it! Time now for Cougar post-game Live on the new skin, BYU
1: Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. How about that, Cougar fans? BYU beating Utah in dominating fashion, 74-59. Yoli Childs, un. Believable, 31 points in back-to-back-to-back games. He is on an absolute tear. Utah had no answer for him all night long. Right from the get-go, he was out there doing work. We'll get you back to Vivint Smart Home Arena coming up in just a few minutes. But hey, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location. I tweeted out just a second ago. I said, give me one word to describe your thoughts after BYU 74-59 win over Utah. And if you'd like to chime in, you can do this, at JS and Shep on on uh, Twitter. Uh, this one coming in from uh, Alex Bagley. Now, technically, this is two words. He said child's play. I'm going to allow this to be one if we can find a way to hyphenate it. Uh, so child's play, certainly, uh, obviously, in... Uh, reference to Yoli's game. This one in from Jazzman twelve thirty two simply says Yoli. Yeah, that's uh, that's another one. This one in from uh, at Ames Flames dunked. Uh, another one from Ames Flames dominant. Yeah, this was this was a game that. BYU basketball fans will not soon forget and certainly that dunk and that picture by the way the dunk that he had that is going to be a poster I'm sure of it and quite frankly should be a Sports Center top 10 dunk top 10 play I would certainly expect to see that tonight that was awesome that is that is making the rounds on Twitter right now it is blowing up just a great win that's now two wins in a row after losing three in a row BYU has now had a dominating win over Utah State at home and then beating their rival Utah, seventy-four to fifty-nine. Now it's not the only game at Vivint Smart Home Arena today. As part of the Beehive Classic, Weber State, Utah State, their game set to get underway in probably about twenty minutes from now. Also at two-thirty, Southern Utah on the road at Central Michigan, Utah Valley on the road tonight at Northern Arizona. That game tipping off at six o'clock Mountain Time. Let's update you on action in the top twenty-five. We will uh, start with games currently going on with 23 seconds to go in the first half number 21 Villanova up 12 on St. Joe's by a score of 70 to 58 just underway number 17 Buffalo with a 4-3 lead at St. Bonaventure also just underway number 23 Marin leading Loyola Chicago 2 to nothing Mississippi State with an 11 to 4 lead over Clemson 17 minutes to go in the first half couple of finals number 5 Michigan defeats South Carolina 89-78 Seaton Hall upsets number 9 Kentucky 84-83 a crazy end regulation it was Seton Hall hit a shot a three pointer to go up three with about a minute or excuse me like 1.5 seconds to go then you think it's over Seton Hall is going to upset Kentucky in regulation well Kentucky heaves a half court shot sends it to overtime was unbelievable and then Seton Hall the Pirates end up winning N.O.T. by one again 84-83 also number 10 Michigan with a 63-59 win on the road at Florida. Again, uh, tweeting out your one-word answers to uh, your thoughts on BYU's win today. Uh, let's see, this one coming in just says highlights. Yeah, that was, they're, sure, referring to Yoli's dunk. You will be seeing a lot of that, I am sure, not only on social media, but again, it should be a Center Top 10 play. Coming up next, we're going to preview tonight's BYU women's volleyball match, the Elite 8 matchup at the Smith Fieldhouse against... The Texas Longhorns. The final from Vivint Smart Home Arena today, 74-59. We will have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show.
2: TJ into a three left side. Good. Oh, man, alive. What a shot from TJ Haas.
0: Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort court side seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: We're back courtside here at Bibbins Smart Home Arena, downtown Salt Lake City. Time now for our sport court courtside interview with Zach Selya. Zach, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 steals, and a blocked shot in a very, very active, almost 37 minutes of play as BYU defeats Utah by a score of 74-59. to Zach, congratulations. Appreciate it. Big win, another in-state win. Utah State Wednesday, Utah on Saturday. Man, you guys put together two really nice games.
3: Yeah, it was fun, to be able to go out and to be able to, you know, come off of that Weber State disappointment, but then to come out strong and to, you know, kind of have a new mindset to the game. Zach, you're a bountiful brave, right? Yes, sir. So you grew up in Utah. I don't know,
4: were you always a a BYU guy? Did you have any allegiances? Uh, And what was the
3: kind of the rivalry like for you growing up? Um, It was kind of, so my grandpa played basketball at Utah. And then my sister, my oldest sister played basketball at BYU, so we kinda had the split household, you know, and but we were kinda little BYU fans growing up, more towards you know, to help my support my sister, but then just kind of you're in Salt Lake, you're kinda in that Ute territory and so yeah, that. it's kinda it's tough being a BYU fan there. <laughs>
2: How much of Wednesday's mindset had to be carried over to today? Like, how much did you have to feel the same kind of thing was was needed to get the win?
3: Um, It's, you know, it's a rivalry game. You know, you got to go out and everyone's going to play their best in a rivalry. And especially in-state, you know, and down here at Vivint Smart, you know, people want to come out and they want to beat you and they want to be the best in the state. And so it's kind of, oh, well, you just want to go out there and you just want to win. That's all it is, and you just want that excitement and that feel that you're the best in the state.
2: You had multiple threes today, two of them. That's uh, six times in 11 games you've had multiple threes, and BYU didn't make a huge number of threes. Seven, but it seemed like just enough at really important
3: times today. Yeah, no, we're getting back to where we can shoot it, and we're confident when we shoot it, and so you know, slowly each game we're just getting better and better to be able to do that. All right, Yoli Childs, 31 for a third straight game. What can you say about what he's doing for you right now? It's it's an unbelievable. He's an amazing player, amazing teammate, amazing person on and off the court. You know, it's it's really fun to see him and how much he's improving each game and how well he's doing. Zach Selyus with us,
2: 14 points in a career high, five steals, part of BYU's win by 15 over Utah, 74-59. Our sport court courtside interview with Zach continues after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: Back here in downtown Salt Lake City, Vivint Smart Home Arena. BYU improves to 7-4 with a 74-59 win over Utah today. Zach Selye is visiting with us high above courtside for a moment or two more. So, uh, Zach, you're part of a team that's seen a three-game losing streak be followed by back-to-back in-state wins how would you describe the response that BYU's had? Since a pretty rough patch that Dave Rose's teams don't have too often, losing three in a row.
3: Oh, it just shows a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of commitment and maturity from our team. You know, to be able to go out and play, not just hang our heads and to be like, oh no, we just lost three in a row. All right, like as the season's over, you know, we just were able to. pick pick ourselves up and to be able to say we're gonna never let this happen again we're gonna go out there and fight and be better than we ever have and so that's kind of where we are and that's what we're gonna plan on doing for the rest of the season
4: well zach it's interesting to watch you i think you play a really unique and important role on this team especially when it seems like we've gone a little bit smaller uh you have to play that traditional four spot and defensively you have to guard pretty big guys but it seems like you did that last year, but it seems like your role is a lot different this year even though you're kinda of in that spot and you're it's more spread out and shooting the three. What what is the difference for you
3: from last year to this year in how they're asking you to play? Um, this year is you know a little different because we're more offensive mindset, so we kind of want to be able to space it out, spread the floor so that, you know, we can have that presence inside by Yoli and then also have a lot of shooters on the outside to be able to kind of space it and to make it, you know, kind of harder to guard. Uh, defensively, it's just about, you know, having heart to be able to go out there and just play your, you know, play the best you can and to, you know, just give it your all.
2: A lot of attention on Yoli, as we talked about with 31 and 11. Uh, you had the 14, TJ Haas, 18 points. Good shooting day for Tej as well. Made three threes, made all of his free throws. I want to zero win on Luke Worthington's eight minutes and 44 seconds today. Luke, in that time... Four points, three rebounds, gets a tie-up at a really important stage of the game. It seemed like when things were slipping a little bit, Utah got it to 10-8. Luke made some huge plays in that stretch.
3: Yeah, that's that's our captain right there, to be able to go out there. When he has his opportunity, he's going to make it the best, and he's going to pick us up and help us. You know, and that's just kind of what a leader does, and... Even if it is small minutes, you know, he's going to make the most of it, and he's going to help our team every single one of those minutes. How would you like the vibe in the building here today? I loved it. You know, I don't think I've ever seen it this packed when, you know, when we played here before, but you know, it was fun. It was a lot of fun.
2: A lot of fun to pick up the win as BYU did today by 15. Zach, congratulations to you. Nice job. Right, thank you. All right, Portland State at home next Wednesday. Then there's no home games for, I think, four weeks. So you've got to take advantage of these opportunities when you get them, and BYU will be home uh, next week. That is our courtside interview, our Sport Court courtside interview with Zach Sellius, brought to you by Sport Court. Champion start here. Learn how to design yours at SportCourt.com. Dave Rose and Larry Chris still to come here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell.
2: BYU 74 and Utah 59, today's final score. At the Beehive Classic, the Zions Bank Beehive Classic, second year of this uh, currently scheduled three-year event where they bring in BYU and Utah and Utah State and Weber State and rotate the matchups year to year. Last year it was BYU against Weber State. This year, or rather, was, last year was BYU against Utah, Utah State. State. This year, BYU against Utah. And uh, next year it will be BYU against uh, Utah State. I am to backtrack on that. I think be, we had we had Weber here last year in the, uh, in the first game. You're, You're right. Yep, it's so, always you're right. So Weber last year, Utah this year, Utah State next year. We have Utah State up there. BYU won that game up at so the Spectrum. Last year was at the Spectrum. So that's how it'll go. Next year we'll uh, we'll see the Aggies here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. All right, and then once uh, next year's done, we don't know if it's going to continue beyond that. But I think, you know, today's a pretty good step. I thought there was a really good crowd for the first uh, game, the BYU-Utah game. Haven't seen an official attendance number yet. But a really lively building. As BYU wins it 74 to 59, Cougars uh, scored the first points of the game, found themselves uh, in front most of the first half, but trailed late in the first half at 22 to 19. From that stretch, though, BYU went on an immediate 26 to 6 run. Spanning halftime to take control. BYU did get out to a 20-point lead at one point. Utah scored uh, to make it a 15-point game at the close. So 74-59 is your final after BYU went out to that 72-52 cushion. Game-high lead was 20 at one point tonight. Dave Rose making his way to our courtside or our above courtside concourse location for our post-game chat with Coach. He's a popular guy today, as you might imagine. He's uh, <laughs> yes doing, doing some meets and greets on the way up. We'll hear from Larry Koskowiak following Coach Rose once uh, we're done with uh, with BYU's head coach. But certainly it's a happy coach, smile on his face as he takes a seat, and we'll give him a minute here to catch his breath, as we like to do after the long trek here uh, to uh, plaza level. But it's BYU going to 7-4 and four on the year and winning a second consecutive in-state game and finishing 2-1 and one in the current three-game in-state stretch. And if you want to throw a UBU win, BYU did go 3-1 and one in the in-state games this year. Coach Rosen, excellent in-state record as the head coach of the Cougars against Utah. Dave is now fourteen and six in an in-state games overall. He's now forty-three and eleven. That's winning the important games every year. Coach Rose does join us. Are you okay on breath right now? <laughs> yeah. All right.
5: I got stopped a few times, so, uh, you know, so you I got to pace yourself. That's on the right. Way-up. Got to yeah. pace myself.
2: Wow! Congratulations on a really nice win today.
5: It was a nice win, and I, I think that uh, our guys, you know, learned a lot about themselves this week, especially uh, you know last last Saturday night, you know, riding that bus home from Ogden. It was a really disappointed group of guys, and uh, you know I told him I said there's, there's just one way to fix it. And he said we well, took an 0-2 week and make it a 2-0 week, and especially the opportunity they had two in-state games that last all year. You know they don't you don't win a game and just go away. Those games last you know until you play each other again, and uh, and that's where we are. And, and in the locker room, the guys, you know, they were. Uh, Never happy group, and, you know, we had a nice, quick little celebration, and we'll move on to uh, the next one with Portland State on Wednesday.
2: You guys got to uh, win a trophy as well today. They presented the Deseret uh, First Duel Award to the team, and they got to have that on the court.
5: Yeah, we, 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 and we've got a few of those, that, yeah. you know, they're in our war, war room, uh, you know, back at the annex, and uh, it's always interesting to me when we're just in the middle of the year or summertime or when we're having meetings in there and you you look at the scores of those games and uh you know this is this will end up being one of one of the higher point totals for us These, the, the, you know this 70 point 74 point game was uh, a really good um shooting 40 high 40s uh from the field uh over 50 percent i think in the second half uh, you know for the game 57 second uh, half. That's, that's a good offensive night but defensively i thought that you know, our guys were much more connected tonight, and uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm really happy for them for the win.
4: Coach, first of all, congratulations. Uh, I think you know it means a lot to me to get those wins and to Cougar fans everywhere, so thank you for that. You mentioned it already. You, you said the, the guys kind of learned a lot about themselves. What, what did you learn as a coach about this group uh, coming off of the three losses and now you have these two really nice wins in a row?
5: Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, that... Uh, i learned a lot about luke and tj our two captains i mean these are guys you know who really care and they come from you know halfway across the united states difference you know tj's you know 15 miles up the road and luke's 2000 miles from wisconsin but these guys uh you know as leaders of this of this team i mean they just they just really challenged each other you know and I don't think you can take anything away from obviously from Yo and the three games that he's had, you know, as far as back to back. But these two games this week, I think those guys they just got they just got this group playing with a lot of passion and a lot of energy and a lot of purpose. And I think that was the biggest word from our end as coaches was that we we don't we're just looking for uh better purpose on offense and better purpose purpose on defense and i think you've seen a lot of that from our guys but uh you know luke luke was just hey guys we we, we need more emotion we need we need it in practice we need it in you know our film session we needed you know everywhere we go we need to have more emotion about um, how important this is to us and um you know how how, how we're going to connect to each other and that's the beauty of having seniors. I mean, a senior captain with the leadership of, of him, of his ability, is, is just tremendous for us.
2: Then, Coach, he goes out, Luke, that is, and in just under nine minutes of play, makes a ton of big plays. Uh-huh. At a time when things were a little, a little sketchy, he made some huge plays, including a loose ball tie-up, makes a couple shots around the rim. I thought he played a great. A loose ball
5: knockaway got a steal when we got a foul, got two free throws out of it. So he, he made so many emotional plays, and that, that's his... You know that's his whole charge to the team is just they those are the plays that are going to you know put us over the edge and, and if we're playing with the right purpose and we have the emotion and we're connected hey this is a what I believe to be a pretty special team.
2: All right, more with Coach Dave Rose coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: Back high above courtside here concourse level at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant visiting with the head coach, the Cougars. Dave Rose, BYU 74, Utah 59 in Game 1 of the Beehive Classic. Game 2 about to tip off. It's uh, Utah State and Weber State here in downtown Salt Lake. Time for our big-time performance of the game, brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free check-in account that can earn big interest with the MyRate check-in account from Bank of American Fork. Well, Coach Rose, the last time that a BYU player scored 30 or more in three consecutive games it was Jimmer Fredette near the tail end of his senior season for you so uh, that's who did it last and now Yoli's done it 31 31 31 in the in-state games amazing
5: yeah and he he's uh you know he's obviously got a, a a target on him they everybody wants to double everybody wants to but they're all you know just a little bit hesitant to see what the rest of our guys are going to do and i think that uh we talked about this this week when we had him in the studio on our show about how good of a playmaker he's become and uh i think that's really helped him with his ability to score because there are things that you used to be able to do to yo that caused problems that now he's really efficient at and you know he he uh he got the ball in we got the ball in he got the ball out and we had, you know we made some big plays that way but uh when when you start the game the way he started the game i mean it's almost like you know, why don't you just throw him the ball every single time? Uh, and, you know, the, the situation is that he can he can move out on the floor. And we can use him in handoff. We can use him in pick and roll. He hit a big three tonight. So that's keeping everybody a little bit honest. If you just want to give it to him, then, you know, you're taking your chances. So I I just really, you know, I'm really impressed on how he has um, not only been able to score the ball, but he's been scoring the ball since he got here But his ability to make plays with the ball.
4: Well, that must have been a, a heck of a halftime speech, Dave. You're up four and I don't know that Utah scores for 5 or 6 minutes. You you pushed that lead to 17. Maybe talk about if you could some of the adjustments or things you said and what what led to that nice start in the second half. Well,
5: I'll tell you this that this this group has got a tendency to when we get up, you know, two baskets, three baskets, 5, 6 points or so that we we our, our, our purpose is is maybe challenged a little bit we're all right we, we got a little bit of a lead so you know maybe we'll try a few things you know maybe the higher difficulty level or whatever you know and, and maybe the percentage isn't the best and the challenge was that when we got into the second half and we start with the four-point lead that we, we do what we're really good at all right as long as it continues to work and i really thought that our our purpose offensively was really good in to start the second half that you know sometimes you you overpass you don't want that to happen but we found exactly the right mix to turn down good shots and pass for better shots get the ball at the block drive the ball uh but good patience uh as as far as you know attacking and using the clock and and they they were missing maybe we were getting miss after miss and uh you know able to build that lead a little bit to start that second half
2: well, you know, back in the day when posters were a thing, we talked about guys getting posterized and poster dunks, and I guess we call them screensavers now. So we had a screensaver dunk from Yoli Childs in this game here today.
5: Yeah, that, that was uh, pretty impressive. And you know, the, the, the funny thing about it is when he went up and I saw the two guys in the way, I just thought he was going to get fouled. You know, I thought that, you know, one of the guys would go after him. Uh, and I thought he was too far away, you know, to actually, you know, get his arm and the ball to the rim. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's it's amazing over the 30-some-odd years I've been coaching. There are certain plays that will stand out, and that obviously will be one of them.
2: So Yoli's dunk was one of the dunks to talk about. The other was Zach Selius's first career dunk as a Where, BYU Cooper. Uh, he clearly got that inspired today. by Yoli's yeah,
5: dunk. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, th- there was a lot of emotion in that in that group, and, and I was so happy. I mean, I, I'm happy for all the guys. I mean, these guys, they've they worked so hard and put so much into it. But those three especially, Yoli and TJ and Zach, they've grown up in the state, and they watched these games as kids, and they made their decision to pick, you know, sides, and then be able to come in. and, and TJ finished that game off in style. I mean, yeah. just just controlling the tempo, the possessions, uh, made a huge block on defense, got a little steal. I mean, I, I just and I'm happy for all three of those guys because, like we said before, you know, what, what what does a rivalry game really mean? And, and it, it, it 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 it's a, it's a little different because it lasts the whole year until you play again, but for 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 most of the guys it, it kinda lasts for a lifetime. They'll be talking about this game for yep. a long time, especially that dunk from Yo.
2: <laughs> Something else. So Nick didn't have the game he had today that he had on Wednesday, but the season will be a journey for him, won't it?
5: Yeah, and, and Nick and I talked in the locker room after and, and you know, he he said coach I had, you know I, I I don't know if you know, back in my day you were just nervous. Now maybe you got a little performance anxiety, you know, but he said this was really really exciting for me to be a part of this win and that's all i need to hear that's a guy that is so determined to help this team uh after all the things he's been through and so hopefully that uh, get back in the gym on monday and let's move forward as a as a whole group we got everybody together now
2: and back in the marriott center for a game day wednesday and enjoy it because it'll be the last one you have for a while
5: (laughs) yeah yeah we got quite a stretch but uh i think you know there's so many so many ways for our team to get better here in the next month getting ready for uh for our first league game and, and hopefully we do that
2: and uh fans don't forget to join us in studio c tuesday night for our next edition of a uh, byu basketball with dave rose the coaches show on tv and radio tuesday and then basketball on wednesday Great day today here, Coach. Congrats on the win, and we will see you next week. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose. We'll come back here from the other side and close things out here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: Welcome back here to Vivint Smart Home Arena, downtown Salt Lake City. BYU 74 and Utah 59 was our final score in the first of two games in today's Beehive Classic. Second game underway, and Utah State's out to a 7 nothing lead over Weber State. Almost four minutes in. Head coach of the uh, Runnin' Utes is Larry Kraskowiak. He spoke with the media a short time ago after his team's 15-point loss and talked uh, initially about the way the second half started with BYU getting out to a 13 nothing spurt, pushing a 4-point lead to 17 early in half number two here's coach larry kaskoviak
6: well yeah i mean that's uh it's kind of the nature of basketball when you miss we took some ill-advised shots we missed wide open shots uh but i thought the aggressor won the game you know from the beginning for us to be down almost double digit rebounds at halftime when they started small uh you know they scrapped and fought uh and kind of karma kind of kicks in you know i think There were a number of loose balls, there were a number of 50-50 rebounds that uh, for whatever reason we don't come up with, uh, and they do, then guess what? Guess whose shots go in typically in a game? It's their shots, not our shots, You know, and it was a combination of, uh, I give them credit for their defense. We missed a bunch of open ones, but at the end of the day, we we weren't ready to uh, have the same level of physicality that they did.
0: Gordon Childs is tough to stop. Um, yeah, really. those fadeaways, when we were playing good defense. was almost unstoppable.
6: Well, it was tough for sure, Dana. That uh, uh, heck of heck of a player, and he's just playing with a lot of confidence. I think he had their first eight or ten points. Had two, two, twelve points. His first twelve. Uh, you know, they went to him. and We put some size on him, and a couple of his uh, jumpers, fadeaways, off, high off the glass. Uh, those are NBA tight moves hard to stop we had a couple breakdowns in coverages where he got dunks and got things going and we uh no that's that's what being a good team is and he's their head of the snake no doubt about it and he put it on us and did what you're supposed to do in an in-state rivalry game when you're an in-state kid uh he rose to the occasion and we didn't have many answers for it
1: Don and Cedric have obviously been consistent these these last few games and they're getting
6: it done, but how do you get other guys involved? Yeah, I don't want to – you know, that's kind of a coach's deal. Uh, You know, there's a little mojo, I thought. You know, we've got to get guys involved because we're playing the right way. And, uh, you know, I really – I believed until we had about six minutes when the lid blew off the thing again. I just had a sneak. in since we were still down a point. I kept telling our team we're down one point every minute we were down 12 with 12 to go we were down 10 with 10 to go we need a couple stops and i've been involved with games like this where all of a sudden you get a little bit of momentum uh but we couldn't get that stop and it's it's this is not an individual thing and i'm not going to address with the media individual players because it's a collective game and uh, i've challenged our guys everybody's going to have to play harder and uh and we'll just keep grinding. Our coaching staff's excited about trying to get this team better, and it wasn't the result we wanted. So, you know, that's part of it.
5: How far away are you, Larry? And yeah, you got a ways to go, but how far are you away from being ready for conference?
6: Well, you know, based on games like this, it doesn't seem like we're ready at all. Uh, you know, and we've got our hands full. We're going to Kentucky, and then we'll have Nevada, so the schedule's not lightening up anytime soon. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm necessarily – I'm not in the mode where I'm trying to think about anything too far term. I'm trying to figure out how we can get better Monday, look at some film and enjoy a Sunday and try to get our guys through finals and, uh, you know, not get lost in, in the overall thing but keep kind of a little simpler version and what it is we can control and a handful of things that I know we can improve on. and. You know, everybody's got issues conference-wise, so it's not an easy start at Arizona. But um, that's what this process is all about. Just try to keep getting better, day probably day to day, and try to get better by next Saturday.
5: Do you like the neutral venue for a rival game like this? It seemed like it was pretty good-natured back and forth.
6: Well, yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know I think we've talked about it most of the week. Um, There's a significant advantage when somebody plays at home. Um, you know, I think the early game took a little edge off. People were it wasn't you know it didn't seem like a rivalry game until I looked up when the game started. People getting into their seats a little later, but it, that, again that's a, something that's not in my control. In my opinion, probably not really relevant. Uh, you know, rivalry games I do believe are good to answer that part of the question, and, and uh, we'll move on. You just spoke to Nick Emery briefly before the
1: game. What, what was that conversation about? Are you glad you guys have? push forward from
6: where you were well yeah I you know I that those uh, a lot of that stuff I'll probably just keep between Nick and I but it's it's heartfelt on both of our parts and uh, you know I'm happy for him and um, he's reached out you know, we talked before and after the game and it's not something that's made up it's not for TV it's just real life being involved with sports and a lot of emotion and learning experience for for both of us so that's uh, I think we're better for it Booth didn't play too much in the first half. Or was,
1: was there a reason for that?
6: Well, I, I you know I talked to Booth. I again, I have a lot of belief in Utah kids, and we started Parker, and and uh, you know you want you want guys to play. well. Parker had a tremendous week in practice. The, the, the game's physical, as you saw, which isn't always necessarily Booth's uh, mo. But uh, you know when he got an opportunity, he scrapped and, and did his thing. So. Um more more of a timing thing I think, trying to get to half time and and then he made some plays for us in the second half. He's not buried or anything. It was just kind of individual matchups, and I thought Parker was probably better defensively.
5: Are you a favorite?
2: All right, that's uh, Larry Koviak head coach of the Utah run and so use our thanks to intern Lindsey Peterson for getting those postgame comments a short time ago. So you've heard from Coach from Coach Rose, Zach Celius. I hope you enjoyed today's entire BYU basketball broadcast that has BYU defeating Utah by a score of 74-59 to in game one of the two-game Beehive Classic here at Biven Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City, home of the Utah Jazz, turning it over to the college teams today. Second game underway, has Utah State leading Weber State 21-9 at the under-12 media timeout, by the way. So 31 points, 11 rebounds for Yoli Childs, a third consecutive game with 30-plus points, another double-double for Yoli, and Yoli's double-double tally is now up to 27, and BYU, when he goes for a double-double, is now 20. And seven. BYU on the year. This year is now seven and four, having won back to back games after a three game losing skid. Next up for the Cougars, Portland State, Wednesday evening at the Marriott Center. It'll be a six o'clock pregame, seven o'clock tip on the radio, and then BYU will not see its home building again until January 10th. So four weeks away from home for BYU. Between Portland State and Portland on January 10th, BYU will play. Five consecutive games away from Provo, in Las Vegas against UNLV, in San Diego against San Diego State, in Starkville at Mississippi State, and then their first two games of league at Pacific and at St. Mary's. So it's a long stretch away from home after Wednesday, so get your Cougar basketball at home while you can, and that's Wednesday home to Portland State. Well, thank you again, Cougar Nation, for tuning in wherever you were or are today. They're listening over the air via satellite, on an app, a laptop, in a car, at home, at work, however you tuned in. Really glad you were along with us. Our thanks to intern Lindsay Peterson, intern Sterling Richards, control board operator Nathan Israelson, coordinating producer Terry South, GM Don Sheline, engineer Sean Fay, traffic manager Sean O'Neill, and everyone else from BYU Radio. Appreciation to my color commentary colleague Mark Durant, our statistician Russ Larson, to Dave Rose and Zach Sellius for coming up and joining us high above courtside during postgame and for Coach Rose and Coach Andy Hill of Utah for our pregame conversations. Thanks as well, and I don't do this enough, Jason Shepard in our scoreboard studio. Of course, our studio host, Jason Shepard, keeping it all all together at BYU Radio. So for everybody, my name is Greg Grubel, thanking you once again for listening this afternoon as BYU defeats Utah by a score of 74-59 in the Beehive Classic at Vivint Smart Home Arena. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Goodbye and so long from Salt Lake City.
0: Listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stauffer. BYU basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.